0: Nonsense radio, nonsense radio, nonsense radio, nonsense. <laughs> Yes, yes, stink bugs. It's Comedy Club for Kids Radio Nonsense back again with our podcast that is for everyone aged 6 to 99, but still not for you 100-year-olds. Oh, you can keep writing in, but it won't change anything, especially if you insist on putting all your letters on ancient wax cylinders or big murals on cave walls. The postal worker does not enjoy trying to deliver those. Don't you think they've got a difficult enough time as it is? Please stop it and go away. Sorry, everyone. What I meant to say was, how are you? I'm guessing you're probably stuck at home with your weirdo big people types trying their very best, and bless them, they're really trying to homeschool you and teach you things, but it's very difficult because all they really know how to do is look extremely tired and make the bathroom smell disgusting. But look, it's okay, because we are here with another episode and another fantastic comedian to answer your very important questions. But before I tell you more about that, firstly... We need your questions in order to make more episodes of this show for you. If you have anything in the world or in the universe that you need to ask us and get an answer for from some of the best comedians in the country, then please ask your weirdo big people to help you email those questions to us at podcast at comedy club 4com kids.co.uk and that's the number four along with your name age and well anything else you might want to tell us about how you're getting on or any of your tips for what you're doing if you're staying at home oh speaking of tips uh, my new tip uh, on how to annoy your parents this week why not keep quietly walking up to them pulling a small bit of string or fluff out of your pockets because they're always full of small bits of string and fluff and then hand it to your parents look them in their eyes and say i am spider-man should creep them out within minutes Anyway, the more questions we get, send those in, then the more episodes that we can make. And if you're listening to this with your grown-up types, please also tell them to head to comedyclub dot uk as we have worksheets, puzzles and all sorts of things on there to keep you entertained. And we're going to be doing a live streamed show very soon, which we'll be posting all the details of on our website and Twitter and Facebook and all those boring places that older people go to to get angry. Right, uh, this week's episode, I have got an absolutely fantastic question and guest, so Radio Nonsense Joining me today to answer your very important questions is the absolutely brilliant Laura Lex Hello Laura, how are you doing?
1: I'm alright, how are you my love?
0: Yes, I'm very good. I'm very good. Obviously, we're we're, we're stuck indoors at the moment, uh, being very safe, coughing into our elbows, hiccuping into our ankles. All the <laughs> advice. Um, where whereabouts in the world are you self-isolating right now?
1: Um, I'm at the bottom of England. I'm right by the sea. Uh, I live on the third floor of a block of flats in Brighton.
0: Oh, that's very nice. And can I? I have to ask for the children these very serious questions. You're at England's bottom. Is it windy there?
1: It's very windy here and often a little stinky.
0: Uh oh, that's not fun. (laughs) That's not fun at all. Um, And I, you know, everyone that's listening to this is going to be at home at the moment, probably homeschooling. You better be. Uh, Yeah, you better be learning things like how to annoy your parents in many different wonderful ways. What's Um, eight
1: times five, TNN? A big number. (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am so I'm so bad at maths the idea of uh that my my daughter's only two so she doesn't have to do any maths yet Ha <laughs> ha! even though she can count to 10 um but that's i more I'm than you so, can
1: count too. it is
0: more that's it she's already better than me I get to four and then I really struggle and it all gets hazy and I have to run away screaming what so, are you um, going to do
1: when she's older than four are you going to give her different ages to be instead of number ages
0: yeah, I might just sort of call each age like a, an, an object or like, hey, you're apple years old. Yeah, or, that's cool. you know, you're baboon years old. I think that'll yeah. be... That's, that's okay, isn't it? I think
1: so. Like, numbers are very boring. We've had those for ages. It's about time we changed it up, isn't it?
0: I absolutely agree. C- can you get birthday cards that say, happy baboon birthday? On yeah. Them?
1: Happy fish finger.
0: Oh, happy fish finger's a good one. Yeah, that yeah. sounds also like you've definitely... That's definitely a real moment in your life when you turn fish finger oh
1: it's huge when you turn fish finger because before you're fish finger years old like you're barely even a person are you
0: well that's it that's absolutely it. i'm so glad you understand um so as i was saying we're you know everyone's at home as we all know as they know i mean obviously and if they don't know that's a bit weird but um you're at home what's your tip what, what do you you know what's your tip for self-isolating what's your good thing that they can do maybe to cheer themselves up or or you know find things to
1: Well, this is my revelation of being stuck at home. I've discovered you can have a lot of fun with um, a pane of glass, a pane of glass, right? So (laughs) in my living room, I've got one door that goes from my living room to my hallway, and it's got glass windows in it. And you can have a lot of fun with that if you press different body parts up against it and see what they look like on the other side. Now, you can do this in the non-rude way or you can have quite a lot of fun doing it in the rude way. It really depends on how funny the people you're living with are. So, face is a good one. You squash that nose up, see how that looks on the other side. I, I know I'm not supposed to swear, but the bum is pretty funny. If you- Press your bum up against a window. Now, you have to be careful here because you want it to be a window that only your house can see. But also, if you squash your arm up, like bend it really tight together and then squash you, the sort of squishy bits of your arm against it, it looks like you've made another bum.
0: That's, whoa, double bum. That's amazing. Also, I know you said that we should only do this on windows indoors that people can see, but if we'll have to stay indoors and you make a double bum at the window outside, no one can come and tell you off. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: also, this is, it's double entertainment because once you've done this, whoever you're living with is all like, oh, you've ruined the window. And then there's another 15 minutes to kill because you've got to clean all the smudges off it. So oh, double entertainment.
0: Yeah, you've got to get rid of the bum smudges. Which oh, is, yeah, 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 that's Really good. Really good tip, Laura. Thank you for that. And I shall be making double bums as soon as we finish recording this episode. Um, Also, obviously, this is an audio podcast for your ears and for your brain. Um, As it's an audio podcast, what is your favourite noise? What sort of noise do you like making?
1: I'm a big fan of a trumpet noise. I like Mm. to do like a... (laughs) Because for two reasons. I just love making noises all around the house. Um, I think making really loud noises is very funny. One of my favourite games to play with my husband, I've got uh, um, a big male husband, and um, sometimes we do this thing called kissing, and it's really disgusting. I don't recommend Uh, it. Yeah, It's really horrible, right? uh, But a really funny thing to do is to lean in as if you're going to kiss somebody, and then when you get close to their face, go... SHOUTING! Instead. <laughs> <laughs> so you get up really close. It looks like you're going to be on... Oh, my, oh, kissy, oh, I love you so much. SHOUTING! And then just shout the word shouting at them. And there's something about shouting the word shouting. So I like that. And I also, I love trumpet noises because people that don't want you to be walking around the house making noises are going to want to go, stop making noises. But because trumpeting is so positive a little bit of them feels like they shouldn't tell you off for being happy. So trumpet noises let you get away with stuff.
0: I mean, that's amazing. Also, I like that the way you trumpet sounds like a fanfare, like you're going to deliver really important news. So if they combine all your tips, they can walk in and go, bum smudges, which is just a brilliant afternoon.
1: Let's face it, all of this is a ploy to get attention, isn't it? And what gets your attention quicker than a trumpet taffling?
0: Ah, excellent. That is, that is absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for that. Um, and now that you've delivered your, your tips and uh, your brilliant sound, um, this podcast is for everyone aged six to 99, not for 100 year olds. Please stop listening, all right? Go back to your gramophones. But look, apart from the 100 year olds, um, this is family friendly. So uh, we've got to make sure it's safe for them. What rude word won't you be saying on this podcast, bearing in mind you've already said Bob?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not going to be saying bog whistle. Um, Because, yeah, well, that's exactly why I thought I wouldn't say it, because I was like, do you know what? The people listening to this deserve better than bog whistling.
0: Um,
1: Nobody wants a whistling bog.
0: No, no, thank goodness. Please don't say bog whistling. I definitely won't say it uh, as long as you promise not to say bog whistle. I'd feel like an absolute bog whistle if
1: I said bog whistle. You would be a definite bog
0: whistle. Yeah. And that's why we mustn't say bog whistle. No one during this show will say bog whistle. Thank you for that. Thank you. Right, and now onto the very important business. We have had an email in from Caitlin, and Caitlin has asked some very, very important questions while she is currently stuck at home. Uh, and one of these I thought is just perfect for you. Um, this question, Laura, I know you're going to be able to answer this brilliantly. Uh, why does sweet corn come out in poo? Uh, and before you answer, I'm assuming she means comes out in, like, because lots of things come out in poo. I am assuming she means why does it come out in whole little kernels in poo rather than just... I don't think she wants an explanation why does everything come out in poo and sweet corn being her choice thing. But I don't know. I also don't know.
1: Ah, oh, well, that's a great question and very astute. Um, obviously, I'm surprised her teachers haven't gone over this in school, actually. That's kind <laughs> of interesting that they've not bothered. The main reason for that is that sweet corn kernels um, are in the military. That's why they're called sweet corn Whoa. kernels. So um, they're basically... They're basically the SAS of vegetables. So all the other vegetables, they troop down, you know, nom, 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 you chew them up. Teeth are the first attack that you have on your body mash 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 sweet corn are slippery little devils right they look kind of like teeth especially if you don't brush your teeth and they just dodge around your teeth like flipping around your mouth getting away from the teeth then you swallow them bloop 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 I don't know if you've ever noticed this but the sweet corn kernels really smooth so they just slide down your throat they don't get trapped on anything they don't start getting broken down then in your stomach sweet corn have got those like little little shells on them you know they're 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 sort of like a little bit plasticky to feel like. They're not plastic, but they feel... And that just protects them when you're in your stomach. And they're in there, ducking and diving, weaving, getting out the way of your stomach acid, dodging all the other vegetables and all the other vegetables. Are like, no, we're getting turned into a poo log. And the sweet corn's like, <laughs> not for us. We're the kernels of the SAS. And they're like, powering all out. And then every now and again, a bit of poo tries to like, squelch them in. And they all like... <laughs> bloop not for me not today and then obviously it goes down a little bit further and gets to your bum and then just behind your bum when you're waiting to do a poo all the poos are sitting they're like ready to deploy and the sweet corns are like when we get on the outside lads that's when we go for freedom and then in the toilet <laughs> poo, 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 splatter all over the bowl and the sweet corn out to the sea and then they all get back together and form up and form another sweet corn later in the year
0: I mean that is incredible firstly, I really hope that 's the next Pixar film um, <laughs> secondly um w- w- what I need to know is what is their overall mission because once once they get out and they go to freedom, is it just that they could be free bits of corn running around in the fields, smelling slightly of poo what What is it that they they want to achieve
1: well it 's a nice ending to the story actually because um the clue's in the name to be honest here and sweet corn. Sweet corn just go around doing nice things for people. Oh. So every time, you know, when you thought you'd lost something and then you find it, a sweet corn put that there for you. You know, every time like a nice flower grows and you think, oh, I don't remember planting that. That was a sweet corn. Did that?
0: Oh, that's that's really lovely. And I had They're no really idea, sweet corn. I had no idea that it being a sweet corn was quite so exciting. Um, oh, one of the most and- exciting vegetables
1: you can be. Most
0: boring vegetable? Broccoli. Broccoli Whoa. is an
1: absolute boring broccoli is whoa like... whoa
0: no wait whoa whoa hang on one second right you can pretend you're a giant eating a tiny tree with broccoli and that is amazing
1: oh you can but imagine how that is for the broccoli they're just a tiny yeah. tree mate that's rubbish
0: yeah that's fair that is imagine fair.
1: that compared to being a pea who gets to pretend that it's a tiny tiny ball in a really monochromatic game of snooker which one do you want to be a tiny yeah, tree. I do
0: understand. But do we ever get so? So I've got a, a question here for you, right? So you know, do, do these vegetables ever team up? Do, do the sweet corn ever hide in the broccoli for camouflage? Um, are sweet corns in a tin? Is that like a tank for the sweet corn? What What is a cob? Is that like a submarine? How does it work? A co-
1: oh yeah so a cob is like their sort of like resting dormitory um like if you imagine like a human military you know they're all sleeping in bunk beds that's pretty much what a cob is like for a sweet corn um that's why if you ever eat a cob you find that you mash them up a bit a bit better with your teeth and that's because you've caught them unawares you know you've got them while they're all slumbering in in the bed um they wouldn't they're not so hidey with the broccoli, to be perfectly honest. Sweet corn and broccoli have a bit of beef, sorry, vegetarians, that goes <laughs> back a long way because um the the colours don't match up. I think there was I think it was about 1845, just before about the beginning of the Victorian era, and there was a mm. famous battle where broccoli promised to shelter the sweet corn. Um, but then I can't quite remember the details of it, but anyway, the long and the short of it is, you know, the sort of like fluffy bits on the edge of the broccoli, they gave in so rapidly and just like plopped off really quickly. And the sweet corn were just completely exposed. They got absolutely taken out by a blender and sweet corn and, and broccoli haven't really got on since...
0: I mean, I, I fully understand that is a brutal story. Mm. Uh, it's a tragedy and a very important piece of history that I think you've given to us today. So thank you. Thank you so much. I feel I've already learned so much about sweet corn that I didn't know before. Um, and hopefully, Caitlin, now you will treasure every moment that one comes out in your poo. Um, I feel I should also ask, Laura, obviously sweet corn comes out in poo. Um, are, you, are you pleased or sad that other food doesn't come out whole in your poo? Because there's a little bit of me that is very pleased, for example, that watermelon doesn't, because that would be awful.
1: Oh, that would really hurt, wouldn't it? Um, I have to be honest, Tian, and I don't know if this is too much information, but as a <laughs> as a sufferer of irritable bowel syndrome, I get to meet a lot of my food twice. <laughs> so... Wow! <laughs> um, and that's, I tell you that's what, that's I really you know
0: so much about it as well. Yeah, it's obviously, oh. how you, you, you get to study and chat to them and find, you know, I think in a way that sounds like a lovely bonus. Most of us, I, I didn't know that about my sweet corn because it all just disappears. But for you, you you've engaged in chat with, with sweet corn kernels. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I like to take the time, you know. They've they've been food for me. I feel like the least I can do is get to know their history a little bit. I'm very grateful that I've never had to poop out anything sharp though. That that's ugh.
0: Yeah, luckily sweet corn don't carry weapons. No. Uh, otherwise that could be pretty dangerous. No,
1: it's much more of a martial arts
0: style fighting sweet corn military. Makes sense. Makes sense. Excellent. Well, thank you so much uh, for your time today, Laura. And I believe, uh, Caitlin, there that you have had your question very fully answered. I bet you probably didn't realise that you get quite such a comprehensive answer as that. Um, So I hope that you are happy. Um, Laura, thank you so much. Thank you. And now you all know all about sweet corn and broccoli and vegetable wars and poo. Four of the most important topics ever. Thank you so much, Laura. And um, that's all for this episode, but I'm going to be back very soon with more of my brilliant friends answering your questions as soon as you send them in to us at podcast at uh, Do also please ask those weirdo big people to help you like and subscribe to this podcast and maybe even give us a review too. Stay safe and don't forget to make those bum smudges to keep you and the family entertained in these stay at home times. Bum smudge! Bye! You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents! Radio nonsense! Radio nonsense! Radio nonsense! Radio nonsense! It's the end.